hauntings, cryptids, the unknown. Welcome to Mystic Moon Cafe Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mystic Moon Cafe. Why don't you pull yourself up a little nice cup of the paranormal? <laughs> Sorry, I tried to be. <laughs> um, and welcome. Join us. Pull up a chair, get all comfy. And uh, we have the wonderful and big daddy paranormal himself. Jake. Hey, Jake. How are you doing? Hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really, uh, you know, I, I don't have it in me tonight to really be clever and, um, you know. You just need a pint. Get you mm-hmm, a pint I of do. some goodness. You know, it's it's really sad, though, when I need cinnamon in something and the only thing I can think of is so I need some fireball in that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to burn up the viroids. <laughs> Make everything I guess, uh, good. I was thinking, you know, I need a little cinnamon. And I thought, oh, I've got some fireball. Let's just put that <laughs> in there. That's perfect. <laughs> mm, so true. I mean, tonight I'm just having some. Are you ready for this? Uh, it yes. might look like a coffee mug. Uh, well, mm-hmm. we're we're doing some a Zoom live type meeting thing here, guys. But so you can't see my San Diego mug from the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. This is not an endorsement. However, if Starbucks would like to endorse Mystic Moon Cafe, please send inquiries to cashmoneydollars at bigdaddy.com. <laughs> um, it is loaded with fresca. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're just, yeah. You're just living, living the dream. I'm living the dream. Um, so what's been going on with your homie? Well, you know, we're kind of slowly dipping our toes back into investigating again since, yes. you know, we've kind of had a hiatus for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a walkthrough last Saturday, which was very interesting. Um, and you just know, for it, our gentle listeners that are not familiar with a walkthrough, what part of ghost hunting is that? A walkthrough is kind of where you go to the client's home or business first. Um, you ask them a lot of questions about what's going on with them and um, have them kind of reenact things that are going on. Ooh. Have them tell you all their stories. Their um, secrets. Yes, yes. Take pictures of everything. Do basic electromagnetic field readings, carbon monoxide ra- re- re- Safe readings. Safe words. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, safe words, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and... Um, you know, just kind of things like that. That's the walkthrough. We like to go there first and see the environment first. Um, also, too, if you start to go in there, you don't want to bring your whole team in there and realize you're walking into crazy. Um, <laughs> that is and true. so then as soon as you start to walk in, you have to kind of look around and say, oh, my goodness, you know, I think I've left all my equipment at home. I better go back and get it. <laughs> yes. Our safe word is, I forgot my batteries in the trunk. <laughs> I batteries. forgot my batteries. Oh my god, we batteries. Oh my god, my boo needs a charge. Yes, see sorry. Ya. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, yeah. especially when you walk into an apartment and the whole thing is covered in tin foil, which has happened, and then you go, "Well, look at the time." <laughs> my. Um, you know, we're double booked tonight, but um, <laughs> let me go. <laughs> 
um, things like that. So that's basically it. So, but of course, at this walkthrough, we're we're having to be a little more self-aware um, because of the virus now, mm -hmm. and we, you know, wearing face masks and um, you know trying to stay away <laughs> from people that yeah. are, you know, when, especially when it's close quarters. Um, you know, it is a little challenging now. So that's so, true. It was very interesting. So. Yeah, because we had a ghost hunt not this weekend, the weekend before, and we were in full masks the entire evening. Mm -hmm. It was kind of weird, I have to say. But yeah, <clears throat> well, especially if you wear glasses and things like that, it's it's a little you know fogging up your glasses. And... Is that a ghost? No, it's just fog in my eyes. No, it's a ghostly mist. Get that on camera. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get that on camera. I got a YouTube channel for that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it was that was that was fun. I enjoyed that one. Um, you know, I'm glad we got to do that uh, investigation last week. So, like I said, we're slowly getting back into it again. Um, we, you know just it, it's it's a little nerve-wracking when you go into these places and you're thinking okay have they been sick before you know plague you know, yeah yeah <laughs> so it is, it is a little scary but i know uh, we're, we're trying to protect ourselves and our team and uh you know masks for everyone so mm -hmm. well you know speaking of dark and creepy and scary viroidic well maybe not viroidic <laughs> things um we have some especially lovely ladies of morbidity mm -hmm. for tonight's evening yes yes and we do. these ghouls are going to tell us everything about their spooky podcast Ooh. do you think they'll release some secrets that no one else knows about well, I mean, that's why we got them tied up in the back. I mean, that's what she said. Pretty much, yeah. That was a teaser. That's one of them. So, with that, let us bring on our lovely ladies of morbidity from the Ghoulish Tendencies podcast, Yay. Gabby and Kim. Welcome, Kim Hi. and Gabby. Hi, guys. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing. You doing? Doing. doing. <laughs> Are you doing good? doing? What do you doing? I know Kim's doing how, how some whiskey. Oh, I bet whiskey Kim. Whiskey Kim. Whiskey Kim or or cyanide. Or cyanide. <laughs> if you, she's if you big... look at the video later, she is drinking oh, a cup true. of cyanide. And she's a big fun of Belle Gunness. I just I just did her class on yeah. the notorious Miss Bell. True. I'm sorry yeah. I missed that one. It was yeah, pretty we good. <laughs> she's an interesting one too. It's funny because I I uh, I called my mom afterwards because my parents come to these. And That's we, awesome. uh, uh, my mom was like, is it weird to say that I like her? <laughs> That's why you are your mother's daughter. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Literally, That's like, true. she raised you. So, no, that's not weird. That's normal. She's like, <laughs> that's honey, this is how you cut up the hemlock to put it in the pea. <laughs> Meanwhile, my mother is still baffled as to how I turned out to be the way I am. <laughs> we can blame My dad Los likes to say, he does the, we took a left turn with you. And I'm like, did you? <laughs> did you, though? <laughs> Like well, you met mom, right? <laughs> mm. Well, ladies, why don't each of you take uh, a few moments and tell all about yourselves from the beginning? Yes. Wow. Conception. <laughs> Conception. <laughs> Who well, wants to go first? 
Kim is doing a really great uh, um, Kim, do not tell that far back. <laughs> you said well, I, did bring, I did bring up conception. It's yeah, true. I bring up conception. Speaking of conception, it's my birthday tomorrow. That's Happy true. birthday oh, to conception. you. Happy Yay. birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday, dear Gabster. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Well, you mentioned for that, conception, actually. so I figured, eh, why not? So, because by based on conception, June eighteenth, many moons ago, uh, that's when I was conceived. You were conceptualized, conceptualized, <laughs> conceived, tomato, tomato, right? Um, <laughs> anywho, so that far back. Really happy but, birthday! Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I love it so so festive. Awesome. Um, but as far as I don't know, do you want me to talk about like paranormally things or just like um, you know, just like, talk about you, you and you know what what makes you you? Oh, many many things. That's the fact like to talk look about at my name in the dictionary and the definition of to gab means to talk a lot, and I think that's very accurate. <laughs> on brand, uh, what? Very on brand. <laughs> uh, Kim, Kim knows, you know, that's why we have a podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can just talk more than we normally do. Uh, but anywho. Um, I am originally from the Los Angeles area, and I currently live in Seattle. I've been here for three-ish, three and a half years now, which is wild to think. Um, I have always been fascinated by odd, weird things. I've always identified as the weird one, if you will. Um, And I tend to gravitate toward others who also identify as the same. And that's why all of us know each other, right? So, (laughs) you know, I think that's, that's a good little intro but um i work in the world of cosmetics by day and by night i do podcasting on weird spooky haunted stuff um and yeah i don't know what else to say i have an english degree that's cool i like to Mm -hmm. read and write and uh i've been learning some fun researching tips from my dear friend kim delphit over here uh with the whole topics of research and all that business but i do enjoy a good um true crime moment i do enjoy a good haunting moment and if we can tie them together why not so love the idea of being together on a podcast but also i really enjoy ghost hunting and i wish i could ghost hunt more with the group of a ghost because my schedule is just really not great when it comes to <laughs> scheduling things <clears throat> to do with ghost hunts but you know that's that's such as life and we make do but that's a little bit about me uh kim i'm gonna yes. introduce you uh sure i podcast wife <laughs> <laughs> i also put this background up for kim you can't yeah. see it that are oh, listening yeah. but there's Universal my monsters my... <laughs> it's so beautiful it's it has a bunch of beautiful horror moments and I appreciate it so much. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was born in the Pacific Northwest, um, although I spent a good chunk of my adult life on the East Coast. I lived in New York. I got my post-grad degree in London. Uh, I have two theater degrees because I'm that kid. Uh, <laughs> And my day job is the the theater. I work in the theater as a, a director and a teacher and an actor and a playwright. Um, and I also work at Spook in Seattle. 
uh, doing the ghost tours and, and I started the true crime tours and the tea and true crime. Uh, and I sometimes teach classes in true crime and dark history and uh, occasionally horror films. I'm teaching a class right now, horror discussion with Kim that has been horror, not horror. <clears throat> no on brand. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you clarified. But, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I think, I think, uh, growing up in the Pacific Northwest, you um, get a healthy appreciation for the paranormal and for the weird and for the monsters. I love the monsters. Bigfoot's our boyfriend. Bigfoot's my boyfriend. <laughs> Zena ties. <laughs> and 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 Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> I never would have seen that coming. <laughs> Just imagine Mads face on Sasquatch, but instead of regular hairy thighs, it's Xena Warrior Princess thighs. Like Zena that is fantastic thighs. The all-encompassing moment of Kim Douthit's uh, something something for everyone. You know. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Her, her own cryptid, if you will. My my very own magical monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and and Gabby and I actually first met at Crypticon a little over a year ago, and our first podcast together because I've uh, been associated with a number of podcasts through the years was a Ghost Stories, yes. and uh, we did a solid was that. 13 episodes of that that we did we sure did lucky 13 lucky 13 and then we wanted to branch out a little bit into uh covering more outside the pacific northwest and and covering more true crime and ghost stories and legends and lore and so we uh started our podcast ghoulish tendencies yeah (laughs) yeah and our what episode number was it that we, we just, just released? released? Episode seventeen. I was gonna say it was mm-hmm. seventeen. Yes. Yep. And it's on. It was your episode. The it was Enfield. my episode. Enfield Poltergeist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a cool case, an interesting case. Either yeah. way, if it's if you think it's a hoax or you think it's true, it's a really interesting case. Yeah, and I loved it especially because, so for those of you that don't know, Kim has earned a nickname of Scully um, <laughs> by myself. I did that and you're welcome. Um, Uh Basically because I am the molder of thinking everything is paranormal and Kim is the scully of thinking everything is not. So every episode that we basically discuss something weird or odd or different, Kim has to pull me down to the ground and tell me uh, actually. (laughs) Um, actually. (laughs) What's our word for it? Uh, when I, oh, skull, um, I you kim something i kim splain yeah, kim splain explains it mm-hmm. yeah kim and so yeah. kim is our resident scully of uh, the podcast and so what i really enjoyed about the most recent episode was that she actually like moldered it which i thought was so cool and it made me very happy <laughs> what awesome. what yeah. it's I, I will say of of almost all the cases i've looked at it is one that i find to be really interesting partially because even if you discount that the girls admitted to fudging some of it, which they're kids, like, uh-huh. of course, they're going to. They're kids who are being asked to basically perform on demand at times, too. Like, they have mm. reporters in and out of their house. They have investigators in and out of their house. Um, even if you discount the ones they said that they faked or fudged, which they they also said they pretty much always got found out pretty pretty quickly. 
or let's even discount like 95% of what happened reportedly in that house. There's still a lot of things that were happening. So I don't know. I, I it's a case I find to be really, really interesting. Now, Me quick too. for for the folks out there, this is this is what the Conjuring Two is based on, right? Well, or, it's based. I mean, inspired, inspired, based. inspired. Yeah. The uh, well, the and and to be fair, if you remove the Warrens from the <laughs> yeah. movie, just remove, which, <laughs> which is apt because they weren't really involved. If you just took the Warrens out, what's uh-huh. presented in the Conjuring Two is is it hits all the major points and it does have some of the actual players involved. Uh, so just when you watch it and you think, is this true? Take out the Warrens and there and you then, go. Yeah, sure. And the weird nun monster. And there you go. <laughs> they had to do the nun monster though. Cause then you got to lead it onto the next one. You know what I mean? They got to give you the little dangle. I just remember sitting in the theater. This is spoilers for the conjuring Two. for anybody who hasn't seen. I'm <laughs> spoiling it. I'm just throwing that out there now. Spoiling the movie. The ru- Kim the ruiner. Um, I'm sitting in the theater and, and it's trying to build on the suspense that Lorraine Warren had a vision that Ed was going to die. And it was mm-hmm. very scary. Except here's the thing. Anyone who has ever heard of the Warrens knows that Ed Warren did pass away in the early 2000s. So unless they were going to really diverge from history, <laughs> the suspense of whether or not he's going to die was kind of negative. But, I mean, truthfully, how many people actually knew um, the whole story about the Warrens, though? I mean, if you really think about it, this was probably for more of the general public. Yeah. Um, You know, it's like I had somebody, (laughs) you know, even talking about, well, um, have you met the Warrens? You know, have you gone out and met them? I haven't personally, but um, Ross Allison actually worked with them a few times, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But um, they were like, yeah, yeah. I, I hear they still own this, uh, you know, the museum out there, and I'd like to go out and see them. And I was like, well, you better bring a Ouija board with you. <laughs> no disrespect to anyone. Sorry. No. <laughs> but it, it's, I, I think sometimes I just assume people know certain things. Like, somebody asked me, I was, I had posted about, uh, I rewatched Amityville before we did the Amityville episodes, just because I figured, you know, this is, a, yeah. it ties in, it ties in. Um, and I posted about it in my group, 100 Days of Horror, because as I, I mentioned, I'm big on, on the horror side of things. And mm-hmm. I, I every year I watch 100 horror films I've never seen in the 100 days leading up to Halloween. And I post about it in the group and I had somebody come on and be like, is it true? And oh, my God. Like, are you. Are you punking me? <laughs> <laughs> is this. Are you actually asking me that? It's an audio medium, Kim. I, I <laughs> they can feel my facial expressions through yeah, the I, microphone. <laughs> it is inferred in my tone have, of voice. They will have to look at the YouTube video later. <laughs> the YouTube video. See this. Uh, but I, it, mm. I was like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. It is amazing. You know, I have to watch myself, too, because, you know, I, I think that everybody should know these things it should you should be born with it right (laughs) but i do have to say though i've listened to to you know all of your podcasts and i do have to say kim that sometimes you make these references and i know that gabby is not getting that reference i i can (laughs) i can feel it through (laughs) i know that she does not understand (laughs) she does not know that reference and i'm just like (laughs) yep Happens. Gabby does not know that reference. I think I can't even remember what there was one. 
that you had mentioned on the infield case i can't remember what oh, it was yeah no it was i can tell you exactly which one it was because i edited most of the rest of it out oh. because of our <laughs> conversation um it was about the the what's the day in the uk with the fire oh, Guy fox day yeah i had no idea what that was yes i, I could tell. like no really i've never heard. i could tell yeah and it's really funny because what you didn't hear june was Kim cracking herself up and then going, whiskey! <laughs> and us both laughing very hard no, that's awesome. in that moment. So, you know, a little behind the scenes, little BTS on okay. uh, Ghoulish Tendencies. Yeah, because Gabby wanted to include it. And I was like, everybody already thinks I'm an alcoholic. Let's <laughs> not encourage <laughs> that more. <laughs> True. No. I just like when we can also include, in addition to all of the valuable information that we work so hard to research, <laughs> a little bit of, you know, fun the, and happiness of uh, our banter. No, you that's awesome. Banter, you know? And like, I have... I have some of my teens every so often who will reference something mostly with me drinking whiskey and like <laughs> you've either been looking at my Instagram or you've been listening to one of my podcasts mm -hmm. either way you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> it provides some wonderful entertainment which is why I encourage it <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean there's Gabby the the rhyme the remember remember the 5th of November I've never heard of that. Reason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. Mm -hmm. Sheltered child over here, apparently. Uh, yeah, I don't know it either. Oh, yay! Yeah. There's two of us. We're both mm -hmm. sheltered. I love yeah, it. Even before I lived in the UK, I knew about Guy Fawkes Day. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, Guy Fawkes. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. No, see, I'm still the only child. That's fine. <clears throat> okay. But I, I know that there, Jake, too, though. I, yeah. I hate it when I make movie references or any other references. And, you know, I think everybody's going to get it because I'm absolutely hilarious at times. Mm -hmm. And then there's just crickets. And you're crickets. like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just say generational differences. It is. It is. <clears throat> so I understand. You know, I, I do. I understand completely because, you know, I think that people should be born with it. And it's like even Scooby-Doo references. And some people don't know who Scooby-Doo is. Oh no! Like, how could you not know who Scooby Doo is? You should be born with that. I, I will, I will step in here. And if you don't know your Scooby Doo, and you don't know your cast of characters, and if you don't know it's the insurance dude or the real estate dude doing everything behind it, then you pack your shit, pack your shit, and go back to whatever tomb you crawled out of or whatever bomb shelter your parents put you in. Just go. <laughs> I have the Scooby Encyclopedia. This... I've made Scooby snacks. Blah, 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 blah. If this gives you some hope for the future. Okay. Uh, during a class I had earlier with my students, one of them sent to me. They asked, can I send you a thing I've been writing? And they've been writing the Scooby Doosical. And it is a musical version of Scooby-Doo. And they sent me, they have act one completed. They sent it to me and I'm very excited to read it. So there is hope for the younger generations. Yay. I'd like to call it taste too, you know? <laughs> Because there are things that are outside of my generation that I know about because I've like dug into things, right. not because it's inherently available to me and like assumed that I would know it, but because it's quality stuff. Like I think I was actually thinking about Twin Peaks the other day, and that's like a really good example of something that I only caught on to as an adult True. and didn't know about younger in life, but like it's still fantastic. And if you talk to someone who's like 15 right now, they probably <clears throat> have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. You know, it's unless their parents, you know, were fans or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I ran into somebody that didn't know who Gary Cooper or Cary Grant were. What? And I just thought, you know, isn't, I mean, they're, they're just such icons in society. You know, I would just think that they would, I don't know. See, I, I would be like, that. 
get your face out of the Snapchat <laughs> and the TikTok. And, and the TikTok. And, you know, go oh, to no. your history channel. History. What is it? AMC. No. Catch up on your classics. Turner uh-huh. Classics Network. You've got to watch Although, the classics, people. AMC anymore is less of, I mean, it's new classics. Stuff that <laughs> when I, I, God, I'm going to pull one of those when I was your age. When I was a kid, the AMC ran black and white movies. It's a, that's the first time I watched yeah. the mm-hmm. Orson Welles, Jane Eyre, and when I saw the Ghost and Mrs. Muir mm-hmm. and and these these classic movies. And and now there's stuff from the '90s on there. Yeah. And beyond, oh yeah, it's over 25 thing. years now. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Junior background just became so much more apt. <laughs> <laughs> just thought you know I a little get me extra. out of here <laughs> <laughs> there's a monster I, lurking behind i have a June. problem with um you know things stay the same i just can't stand you know it's like some people have the same like facebook you know cover for the, all their lives and i have to change mine at least every day guilty <laughs> i I, I think I'm it totally took me guilty. like nine years to change <laughs> one of the backgrounds of my Facebook. And that was because people kept giving me, oh, no, I think I changed it to Ghoulish Tendencies. <laughs> but oh, it's very cool. It's, you. <laughs> it, it's a very cool, I, whoever did the artwork on that was amazing. Yeah, I actually, um, now I'm having a brain fart. I can figure out who it was, but um, I found her on Instagram. She's a really, uh, like just this young artist that does, um, just this really great artwork that I wanted to find someone who's not like well-known who's someone that we could help promote as well because it is really hard out there like being your own you know promoter of your art as Kim Uh so I I wanted I'm gonna find it right now for you guys but continue talking but yeah that was very cool artwork yeah if you have not seen it you need to look up ghoulish tendencies and if you haven't dropped a link you could, yeah, you can also find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. It's everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have a website that Jake actually helped design. I need it's your references, awesome girl. Website. I need, the, I need the yeah. references for Enfield. I need the references. Oh yeah, Kim. Ooh, send me some stuff. Right send me nope, some stuff. Right oh, now. that was a that. Oh yeah, it was a Kim episode. That's the one thing I wanted to talk about was how did you decide your spooky topics and who Uh takes the lead it's usually pretty last minute i'm not gonna lie (laughs) we we alternate who's gonna take the lead yes oh so Uh, you're versatile we're versatile yep yes we try to make it fair um (laughs) uh every so often we've done an episode that both of us have shared a story and i had one double episode uh, which was the Amityville one, and that was mostly because I didn't think it would fit into one episode to cover both cases, mm-hmm. right. which it didn't. So, no, <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> but it was it was great because you did like the history and the true crime behind it, and then mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. haunting. So it was a nice divide. I like that yes. Um, and also, Sheila Sarti is the name of the artist. How do you spell her what last name? Sarti S A R T I. Okay, I'll drop a link. Sheila. So she's on Instagram, too. That's how I found her. Uh, she does some really wonderful artwork, in case you're curious. Mm, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But we we do kind of go back and forth with the episodes. I think the one, sometimes when we do it together, the issue is we both like to talk. That's shocker an issue, right? Especially when you're trying to keep an episode within an hour. I'm, like, pulling my hair out, trying to edit out every um. 
in the podcast to try to make it shorter so that way we can stay within an hour and i, I you know have slight anxiety over it but it, it, we, we we're better we're better, better. Now. we're better Much better yeah um but occasionally we'll have on guests we just recently had an episode the one before the one that came out this week so three weeks ago um it was on the cecil hotel and mm. we had my friend matt on who lives in la and actually has like been to the cecil went to the roof during the investigation like some really great perspectives that you couldn't get from just like looking it up or right. like finding research on it so it was really cool to be able to do the research but then also speak to someone who knows it firsthand and have that perspective of like what things look like from the ground so right. you know it's cool we have i feel like we have a really nice versatile you know plethora of options of our topics well, because we, we try to kind of uh, mix up, you know, if, if we did one on, if we did one that was a little bit more true crime heavy, then let's do something that's that's more paranormal or more legend afterwards. Um, we, we try to keep it, I think, diverse while still staying to our brand of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. definitely. Yeah. So and I, I just wanted to ask, though, um, <clears throat> which... Which show that you did, now I'm not going to say your favorite one, but which show that did you do that um, all of a sudden <laughs> took you down a lot of different rabbit holes that you didn't expect? I mean, which one that all of a sudden you were just like, holy crap, I got to get back on topic again, because all of a sudden it took you to a whole other place. Or is every episode like that? <laughs> Kim, I'm going to let you start to answer that one, because I know you really want to talk about that. Um, well, I'd say for me... And it's funny because I already had research done going into the episode because I'd covered him before in my class. Uh, but Jake Bird, I started doing digging into because there's it's real hard to find a complete list of his victims. It's real hard. Uh, and I started doing a deep, deep dive into it and have a very comprehensive list now of all the people that he killed or he implicated himself in killing. And I've started trying to trace, because uh, I'm, I'm continuing this rabbit hole. It's why I now have a murder wall. I was just going to uh, say, tell them about your murder wall. I have a murder wall. It, pictures, <laughs> pictures, pictures. Uh, yeah, it, it pictures and newspapers. And no, you need to send me one. I want to see like this, like. I'm He's a, saying I'm, pics or it didn't happen. Oh, you want, yeah, you pics, want pics I mean, or it didn't happen. It's, yeah. I'd bring my computer, but that would mess up my setup. But yes, I'll, I'll take some pictures. Okay. I was going to add some things to it when I was watching Tilly, you know, just for fun. But I thought I better not. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've been so freaking busy that uh, I have neglected my murder wall. Uh, I have a, a map incoming because I, I'm trying to trace a timeline so I can look for other unsolved cases. And I've been trying to go through old files for some of the ones he killed people whose identities he didn't know. And I'm trying to pinpoint based on the timeline he gave and unsolved cases from that time, the identities of some of these people. Uh, Because my intention is to possibly write a book about it. Mm, That'd be cool. I'd read that book. I would too. (laughs) But he's so interesting because he's he's a killer that very few people have heard of i have never heard of him un- until you had mentioned him and oh, jake and i yeah. I, I think 
that neither we both one of us were like, know. who's Jake Bird? Yeah. And then you know, we're like, oh. And he's local. Like, that's huh. even more He mine. ended up local. And he he's just so interesting. Uh, I think partially, too, because he, he defied some of the stereotypes at the time of what we thought of it of serial killers mm-hmm. uh he killed during the well he he ultimately was arrested for two murders he committed in 1947 but he was killing starting in the early 1920s beyond uh there was a gap when he was incarcerated for attacking somebody with an axe because he liked to bludgeon people but uh <laughs> he just kept doing it and what was really interesting was was finding some of the articles on his victims because there was they were random attacks he they were robberies so he there was one that he'd gone to the woman's home and she was found like her purse was in the sink and she was found with a gash on her head and some of her buttons were ripped and and stuff was in disarray but they thought that she fell and hit her head. So it was labeled as an accident. Wow. Hmm. Sounds he, like that random meat grinder, Bell Gunness. Right? <laughs> but in this case, because these weren't people he knew, because there was he was just a drifter, there was no reason. There's a, another killer, and I just finished the book. Uh, it's called The Man from the Train. And it's from, it's another early 1900 serial killer who the theory is about this guy is he just hopped on trains and wherever there was these train depots, he would get out and attack families. But because he was working his way across the country, most of them were never connected to each other. Was and he... in some cases, they arrested other people for these murders. Was this the one that they thought uh, might have done the Velisca Axe murder house? Was that around the same time? Is it was the around one? the same same time. And and it, it does get looped in now. Uh, the book is really interesting. And, and I will say some of it's not perfectly written, but the research is impeccable. Uh, and the, I mean, I believe I'll look it up. I believe it's called The Man From. Yeah, it is. I'm dropping a link yeah. in the chat. Yeah. It's got a longer like, yeah, something like, like century solving... old serial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's it's there's times that it gets a little rambly there's times where you're like okay get to the point but the research is impeccable and fascinating uh and it's it's a similar if it wasn't for the fact that he was killing earlier than when uh jake bird would have been because he he, the he started killing much earlier jake bird would have been like 12 right Mm -hmm. I would I would wonder if there was crossover there. But uh anyway, that was that that's been that's been sort of the case that won't leave me alone. So, I'm continuing to research, I'm continuing to reach out try anytime you're dealing with older cases, getting records can be really challenging because a lot of times the records have been destroyed. Right. Uh, or they're lost. And so it's a lot of contacting historical societies, contacting courts and being like, did you keep any of this? Uh, and going through newspapers, but newspapers aren't perfect. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a really good example. And that's why I wanted Kim to go first, because Kim is really great at picking up things that other people don't pick up and like really going down that rabbit hole and finding out maybe what you haven't heard and i think that's what really separates our podcast from a lot of other podcasts like our podcast is that 
you know, I listened to some other ones and I'm not going to say any names that gave some information and it sounded really intriguing and I was super into it and I started to listen to them for a while and I trusted it because it sounded intriguing it sounded like they did their work and then they did an episode about Seattle and about all the things that we all know like the back of our hands and it was completely wrong and it then made me question the authenticity of all of their research and all of their sources and what have you so you could like we have an ongoing joke about creepypasta. I'm like, maybe you get your sources from creepypasta and that's your podcast. But like, <laughs> tell I them think, why we have that joke, Gabby. Because I used it as a reference as a joke one time. Uh-oh. And Kim, it was Kim not as a joke. Out. It was not as a joke. You didn't know what creepypasta, At creepypasta first. was. And then you told me what it was. And then I was like, let oh, me drop a link here. Anyway. <laughs> Jake's going to drop the link to creepypasta. Drop a link to creepypasta. I do but love I some creepypasta. The point pasta. is, is that, oh, you yeah. know, <clears throat> When we originally started this podcast, I didn't want to be those guys. I really wanted us to be, you know, the well thought out. Legit. Yeah. Legit. Like <laughs> legit, but more than just telling the surface story, like taking the surface stories that most people know and then diving deeper and Going understanding deeper. like the context or like different perspectives and things that other people don't really go into and let us go into them. And that's part of the reason why I think our podcast does stand out and gives a little bit more information than others might on the same topics. And And why we sometimes go over an hour. (laughs) Right. And that's why sometimes we need two episodes for a topic, you know? Um, I think it's just a matter of discussing it first, figuring out why we want to talk about it and what we think is going to be relevant and what we think our audience is going to like too. And we often ask people to message us on our Instagram. That's probably our most active platform for people to communicate with us on. Um, which is Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast, if you would like it. It's our Instagram account. And you can always message us on there, and I'll respond to everybody, and we always like to get feedback. And so we'll even take recommendations on podcast topics. We mm-hmm. even have been going live on Instagram, not the last couple of weeks due to like the climate of what's going on right now, but mm-hmm. prior to that, we were going live just to kind of interact with people more because I think it's really important for us to have that relationship with our audience and understand what people want to hear so that way we can give them what they want to hear. Um, and that's me going down a different rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> speak to the to answer the question that you asked, June. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. For me, the episode that really like knocked my socks off was the Bell Witch episode. Yeah, and that was a great episode. That episode uh-huh. literally really had that. me, I was reading the books that were written by the people who went through the Bell Witch episode, like literal situation. And I, I don't think that was, I think that was the first time I actually read hard copy books on <laughs> a topic. Like I had done research previously, but I hadn't gone to that depth. And I think going through that depth gave a whole new light on the situation and gave a whole ton of information that I've never even heard about before. And that was why it was so like mind blowing to speak about it because it was truly nuts to, mm-hmm. to, to read about. So for our listeners out there or for your listeners that would like a good episode to understand, I think the Bell Witch one is a, is a really good one. But I dropped really that link. That was fantastic. Have either yeah. of you been there to the uh, Bell Witch cave or around that area? I have not, I'd like to. I second that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been we there. Tr- 
we tried to go last time but it was flooded mm -hmm. out yeah. so we did not yeah. get to go in so i was sad but ross was in there for several times yeah but, uh, i went like when i was a kid in the 80s tattoos. and it was mm. filled with snakes oh my god that's well because it's by the river and you know you get the <laughs> yeah. black river snake things and... <laughs> and that's okay I want to hang out with the snakes. Yeah, I think it's off the yeah, Cumberland River or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. But... I'll, I'll throw a recorder in there. <laughs> Hopefully the snake won't eat it. Just yeah. chuck it. Just chuck it. I'll just, wait. I'll just pull on my boots and wade into the snakes and be like, I am your queen. Cam needs to be Medusa for Halloween, yeah. guys. She'll oh, be like, cool. shut your slither hole. Oh, wow. <laughs> Listen, I, Medusa's a personal hero of mine for a lot of reasons. This is a woman who, like, wanted people to leave her the frack alone. And when they wouldn't, she's like, all mm -hmm. right, I'm going to use my snakes. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to turn you into stone so you can't talk anymore. Oh, I have to say, did you see the Medusa at Crypticon, the last Crypticon, the woman that was dressed as Medusa that had the gold snakes in her hair and was gold? Oh, my God. That she looked cool. amazing. And she had, like, snake cool. eyes or the little slit eyes. Contacts? Like the contacts. Wow. Just just to throw that out there. She was amazing looking. I also liked the, uh, there's a, uh, the Velociraptor lady. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> she just I love her. Because she stays in character as a velociraptor. <laughs> I respect for that. Uh, but uh, uh, building on to, to something else Gabby had said about our research, um, we have been asked by some people like, would you consider doing a weekly? Because we currently do bi-weekly. We do every other week, which means that since we each take the lead on an episode, uh, once a month, we each have to be leading an episode. And because we do such deep right. dives, I, I mean, <laughs> until the day happens when we're making more money from this, because uh, mama's got to pay a rent, uh -huh. uh, it's the massive amount of time we put into the research. I mean, like, I, and I, I still do my teen true crimes and my other right. things require a lot of research on top of it. And I mean, this isn't just a Wikipedia lookup. Oh, no. Hard <laughs> no on that. Just to let everybody know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we do our due diligence, especially yeah. uh, Scully over here. <laughs> I know. Poor Jake. Like, when I send my sources to you, Jake, <laughs> God bless you. Because I'm just like, let me throw up all of the things I use. Here you go. Make it pretty. I, I will say, though, I do have a personal gripe with some of the references. Uh-oh. There's no shade. Ain't no shade coming out. But some of the references are so old that they don't have authors. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> and I mean... really hate it when you don't but, have an author. But that's because it's from the 1800s. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But like I'm out here looking at like I still have the Bell Witch up. And just to give you the gentle listeners out there. Because I put do I do the website, so that's where the references are. Because because we love Ghost Daddy so much. Yes, and so Wonderful. she's got Bell Richard Bell, who would be probably a great great grandson or something of that. They got his book. They've got M. V. Ingram, the authenticated history of the mm -hmm. famous Bell that Witch. Book is so good. Brent Monahan from 1997. His so like we've got all sorts of references here from TV documentaries and. All. So, like, there's been a lot of time reading books and stuff. Um, yeah. But that is my one pet peeve. It's like, well, we'll try I to make better. 
Give me a name, you, damn you it. You mean like during our, our Manhattan murder well where I had references that were literally from the year 1800 and 1799? <laughs> I'm sorry that the newspaper didn't print an author. <laughs> However, it was cool with the Greenbrier ghost mm-hmm. one because mm-hmm. the references mm-hmm. there were like from way the frack back in the day because you could pull up the court record it's like a pdf of it and like i can barely read that kind of english but (laughs) thankfully i have a degree in reading that kind of english (laughs) that's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah but there's there's a whole lot of research if you go out to the ghoulish tendencies website at the end of every podcast you can get a list of the references there's usually at least 12 also just to add on to what kim is saying about the time that's put into the podcast i do all the video or all the audio editing on top of it everything and like all the social media and all the any visual that you see any like new artwork that's not our like picture of me and kim with skeleton Mm. bodies um (laughs) like i I make all of that i wouldn't ask you about that because i love like the fonts that you use and how you blend the the background photos and and stuff so -hmm. that's the one thing even though it's auditory how do you dark gabbeth how do you come up with a concept for the art select the fonts oh i think um you know what's nice is that my boyfriend does uh, this type of stuff like pretty pretty well too and so he kind of has given me some advice on it and I'll like show him an example and be like how's this and he'll be like don't do that that's bad <laughs> or fix this and so I have like an editor at home you know so like that's nice to have but I think what I try to do is there's always like we usually will have a post that dangles like what our next episode is going to be about that says like look out next Tuesday we have a new episode Mm -hmm. and the background of that picture will hint at the topic of what it is that we're talking about in the upcoming episode but I won't say what it is Um, and then the newer episode or the one the day that it comes out that we make sometimes I'll do like this time for the Enfield poltergeist. I used a picture from the Enfield poltergeist as the background. It was the, um, was it the bed picture? It's one of the bed pictures. Okay. There's a those lot are of, infamous. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. Of them. yeah. Um, yeah those are probably, if anyone knows anything, it's the bed pictures. Yeah. And the bed pictures, I really wanted to save the good ones, the well-known ones for actual posts yeah. and not for like backgrounds. So mm-hmm. I chose one that might not be as, like visibly noticeable but I might want to think about the vibe so like it happened in the 70s it happened in the UK what kind of visual would you think of if you think of the 70s or the UK in the 70s and I might use a picture that would depict that kind of like vibe Mm -hmm. and then a font that would depict that vibe I think a good example of that too would be the one that you did Jake when you were our guest and we talked about like the 1920s mobsters right that was a cool so episode it I'm was such a great it. episode and jake did all the research on that one so like how did it hold up ladies it was beautiful <laughs> it was um it was awesome but for that like design i used 1920s looking mm-hmm. fonts with mm-hmm. like blood splatter because mm-hmm. it looks like a mobster type mm-hmm energy so whatever you see on the visual will hint at the vibe of that episode yeah that i and and gabby deserves 100 the credit for that because uh that is all her <laughs> god bless her <laughs> yeah but you do a lot too i snark and drink whiskey that's, what I do. <laughs> that's inspiration you're mm-hmm. the muse that's what i'm good for you're the muse <laughs> so i got yeah. a question for you guys mm-hmm. yeah and because this episode kind of, for me at least, understanding what you've covered in the past, this one kind of came out of left field. 
And that was the, and I hope I pronounce it correctly, the Jotlov Pass <laughs> episode, yeah. uh, which is kind of like you've done true crime and you've done some monsters, cryptids, and ghosts, but this one was a straight up mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give me, how did it all come together? What happened? Give me the scoop. I mean, I've heard about this topic before. No, no, I'm actually, like... it was the movie. It inspired them so much that the <laughs> movie. Um, yes, the I just have pass. to say that that one it just inspired them. But yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, yeah, don't. <laughs> no, but see, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that, Jude, because I think the Devil's Pass until the, the last ending? like yeah. 20 minutes no i actually, actually liked it really enjoyable i actually liked it until the last 15 minutes too. yeah until they yeah. hit and 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 Spoiler for alert. those of you who are no no no, i'm not going to spoil this Mm-mm. because again it's a really solid and well-constructed i think little horror film little found footage yeah. until and if this is inspiring you to go watch it, you're going to know exactly when uh-huh. it goes off the rails. You will 100% understand what June and I are talking about. I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to say go watch it cuz it is worth a watch if yeah. you're if you're into horror, if you've no, heard I have the to case. say that too. I'm totally yeah. with you on that. Actually, I have to say Kim and I actually have all this almost the same taste in almost every movie and have almost the same opinions, so I I I value your judgment more than anybody's because of yeah. oh love because we watch bad movies and can find something good out of almost every almost almost <laughs> maybe not i just watched hogzilla maybe not that <laughs> actually that's a lie that movie almost circled back around to being good it was so bad <laughs> is it anything like tammy and the t-rex oh um <laughs> denise richards at least see this at least had joe bob and i i'm an unapologetic joe bob fan uh, Joe Bob Briggs, the last yeah. one. <laughs> okay, sorry to get you okay. off on topic. Tangent, horror Talk tangent. about the Diablo okay. Pass. Yeah, how'd that one come up? And... See, this happens often, so it's not <laughs> odd for this to happen. <laughs> um, Which, Gabby edits a lot of it out, God bless her. Which is why I was making jokes earlier. I was like, watch out, Kim. We can't edit this. This is live. <laughs> That's okay. We like Crap. these little rabbit holes and these I little know, twists right? and turns. That's fine. It's called a conversation. You yes. never know what branch it'll go off on next. Exactly. Very true. Very accurate. But I think for Dietlov Pass, it's one of those topics that for a scully, it's very easy to scully. And for a molder, it's very easy to molder. And I think yeah. that's what really drew me to it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the best way to put it. No, um, that's 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 legit. Yeah. And it's there's so many theories on it that are just nuts like off the rails nuts that when i read about some of those i was like i want to cover that that's ridiculous i gotta cover that it's so good and it's gonna be so much fun to scully and i actually found myself scullying more than kim on this episode which was also (laughs) i think kim if if i correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty positive that made you very happy it did i i was i was proud i was surprised but i i felt mostly pride (laughs) (laughs) so cute but yeah that's why i think like we are drawn to weird things yeah. you know like stuff that's not normal that might be questionable by the normal people so like this i think is a good example of that but i also thought it was a nice way to include something that would stir the pot but isn't exactly on brand it's still on brand but not quite and i once we once kim did the episode on the jersey devil i thought yeah. it was a nice opportunity to speak to a mystery and a quote-unquote unsolved mystery that would maybe even attract a different audience that might you know 
showcase our podcast to people who have not heard about us before Mm -hmm. because we do have like different it's like I feel like this is the best analogy that I can give we have so many types of food that we can eat right we all love food food's delicious it makes (laughs) us live food is delicious you have Italian you have sushi you have Mexican you have all different kinds Mm -hmm. and just because you don't like Italian which I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't like Italian food but like if you don't like Italian you're gonna like other things but maybe if I put like an Italian spin on something you might start to like Italian so like I think that's the approach that uh having that topic on the podcast was going for and I think it worked like we've actually heard more positive feedback about that specific episode recently Mm -hmm. than any other episode and we actually have um made made friends with someone who makes candles in Portland who's amazing I'm going to plug him, uh, Pearl Candle Company. Candles are so good. And what was the name of it again? Pearl. Wait, hold on. For those of you at home that are filming or watching this, okay. I have my lit right here. I'll um, drop a link. I have my lit, but it's over there. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, li- I'm uh, almost said I'm listening to. I'm listening to a candle. I'm uh, smelling rosemary sage is my oh. candle that I have right Ooh, now. Oh, they'll but keep the ghosts away. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a local like Pacific Northwest business that runs through Etsy and they're so kind and they love our podcast. They've like commented and like posted and a bunch of stuff. That's and we awesome. actually are in talks of doing a ghoulish tendencies candle, which would be so cool. Awesome. What does Ectomist smell like? <laughs> well, I, I was actually thinking of Jello. doing campfire one for kim because she's always looking for a good campfire candle in fact i will accept from anyone listening i'm obsessed with finding a campfire candle uh it is one of my my joys in life Uh. to want to smell campfire and i have not found one that i've been super satisfied with although i will say the um one of the ones i ordered i've already burnt through it from from pearl and candle company uh was real close it was a woodsy one and when it was burning it did start to have a little bit of that campfire i'll have to see if it was wasn't it the it was the was I it the sand the, the sand one or no no it wasn't the volcano one the volcano one was actually has a sweeter smell oh hmm. um it was one of the wood ones i'll have yeah. to look up which i i've burned through it already and i need to buy a big awesome. one but yeah. well but he actually messaged us to tell us how much he loved that episode and how he recommended our podcast to his mom because of this particular episode and how anytime he introduces our podcast to anyone, he recommends starting with that episode. So we actually have some of the most listens to that specific episode that and Bill, Witch has (laughs) two of the most listened. And I think the first Amityville are like the top listened to. Um, So, you know, that's pretty awesome facts for you. Yeah. Oh, that is really cool. Well, and and I mean to be fair too, because again, this was our Enfield Poltergeist is number seventeen. Mm-hmm. We're still very much establishing all of our ghoulishness a little bit. Uh, our tendencies, if you will. Our tendencies, mm-hmm. if you will. That's and true. where I have a special place in my heart for the cases you haven't heard of. Yes. that's one of my passions is is the jake birds the cases yeah. that you're like wow i don't know that case the fact of the matter is when you are trying to build up a base you need to do cases people recognize because you need something that somebody's searching for and so we're kind of trying to find the balance between covering stuff that we want to cover that's more well known 
like Amityville. Amityville, I think it, it has the name recognition, but it also hasn't been done to death, especially the murder. Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Enfield and Dyatlov. Um, cases that there's always a new avenue to explore. Because that's sort of my thing. I, I don't mind doing something more well-known, but I think there's some cases where I'm like, there's nothing left to say about this that hasn't been said. There's yeah. already uh, some perfectly good podcasts about this, or there's a, or great documentaries, or you don't need us to fill you in on this case. Uh, and if you start hearing people hollering and blowing captain's whistles, it's because it's eight o'clock in Seattle. It's yellow clock. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Yellow clock. <laughs> but uh, finding that balance between what are the stories that we want to share with people that are going to interest people, but also. If you're listening to us, because you like the deep dives we do, we want to give you something that you haven't heard a deep dive on. Yeah. For sure. I hate you all. Kim hates everyone. <laughs> I don't really I hear him. Can't hear it. I don't really hear That's him. good. That's wait. <laughs> if I turn up my game, you're going to hear somebody is okay. ringing. I hate the person. Oh, oh yeah. We can hear it. Yeah, we can hear a little yeah. bit. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, to Kim's point, I agree like a million percent. And I think another thing that makes us choose an episode or a topic is how we feel about it. So like Mm -hmm. if I am super intrigued by something, I'm going to want to dig deeper into it. If it doesn't really make me excited, I'm not going to want to talk about it. And you're not going to want to hear an episode where I'm like, meh, (laughs) you can look it up. It's not that big of a deal. But if something like catches my attention and I'm like, Whoa, I had no idea that that happened or that is so bizarre. I had no idea then I'm going to want to learn more about it. And then I'm going to want to talk about it. And then our mm-hmm. conversations are going to be even better. And our content is going to be better because yes. nobody wants to listen to two people talking about something that bores them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I have a question for you about one of your episodes. This was actually before Amadeville, which got split. Okay. It was your longest one. It was the Fox sisters and spiritualism. Okay. Yep. What, with those, well, you know, kind of the sisters didn't necessarily like each other so much. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it about them specifically that intrigued you? Because you guys really went into the relationship for the, with the two sisters, more so than the whole, you know, spiritualism side of it itself. So what attracted you to the sisters? like i'm talking a lot but that's, that's like, a, but it was your sorry. episode yeah, so go for episode. it but like um i i think for that one i found more interest in human connection and mm-hmm. how that affected all the things that they did because ultimately it did affect what they did because they grew up as two girls only in the same experience with each other mm-hmm. and they were the only people they could relate to so if their relationship wasn't great that said a lot um, and also, like, the fact that one of them came out to say we're, we're frauds and then mm-hmm. retracted it, and then the other sister was there to, quote-unquote, support her when she did it. Like, mm-hmm. what does that even mean? That just looks shady. <laughs> so, like, I think, like, when you're looking at context based on relationships, it gives you a whole new perspective on not just the fact of what happened, but what why. Like, what was the underlying reason that things happen and so i think like that applies to a a lot of our episodes though Mm -hmm. like we talk about like we were talking about for the cecil hotel episode why um elisa lamb would have disappeared like 
what was her life like? What was the context of her situation? Not just the mm-hmm. fact that she disappeared or that she died and was found in like a water tank on the roof wow. of a hotel, but like that's the fact. But what's the context? And I think yeah. that the real human relationships also play very much into that. Extremely makes you want to care. You care about you know the characters, yeah. or you want to learn more yeah. about them, not just the event that happened. But what led up to the event? Yeah. yeah. What I really thought was interesting is because as I was putting up that episode um, on the website, I read the news reports and watched the clips. And it was just Canadian tourist, you know, 20-something lovely young lady. Don't drink the water in the hotel. Don't shower. We got to pull her. And that was all the news cared uh-huh. about that yeah. was interesting it interesting what the news shows isn't it yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. um i i have to say i lived in la when this happened like i remember when this happened i remember having friends like stay at that hotel like within like matt talks about one of our mutual friends who literally was staying in the hotel when her body was in the water tank like I remember this stuff happening. It's not even like it's such an old case that you're not emotionally yeah. attached to it. There's right. also the emotional attachment you have to a case based on where you were when it happened. Uh-huh. And I think like that also brings a whole other perspective to the topic because if you yourself know something that the news didn't tell you mm-hmm. and that you can't find by researching, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going off on tangents. No. <laughs> Reel me in. <clears throat> no. Oh, I still remember, though. I still remember the news reports on that. And, and one of the women talking about how the water tasted funny. And it was just yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, when my you God. think about it, you're like, it tasted funny because it was people. It's like the filtration <laughs> system. But oh, the God. two things that went through my head when I heard that was cabin fever. <laughs> and then Soylent Green. Yeah, I, like, I almost made a Soylent Green reference right now. Like instead of saying people, I almost said Soylent Green. But then I was like, "Damn it!" Where I know everybody on this podcast is going to understand what I'm talking about. Well, everybody Soylent else at home, Green. you know, seventies horror and sci-fi is just totally underrated. Oh, it's good. well, and mm-hmm. well, maybe not as much is- horror. I will make that reference sometimes and people laugh in a like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, you don't know the reference I'm making. You know, it's a <laughs> reference. You don't understand it, but you don't want to admit you don't understand it. So you are faking. <laughs> You're yeah, it was really, I have to, I have to mention, you know, some seventies horror. I remember, you know, this one movie and, and, uh, this woman and I were talking about it and how much it scared both of us. And um, it was called Don't Look Now by Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland! Well, Ross and I just watched it this last weekend because I thought, oh my God, it was so scary. You know, I remember being terrified when I was 13 (laughs) when I watched it. (laughs) I'm like watching this going, what in the hell? I don't understand. (laughs) How? Did I ever think that this was like the creepiest movie I've ever seen? And and anyway, context. I, you were thirteen I mean <laughs> on that tangent. You were thirteen. How it's, did I sit through it? The visuals How? are really <laughs> unsettling. I will say. So I can understand when you're thirteen, they would be scary. Yeah. Like the the there's but some very, very cool slow. visuals. Yeah, slow. It's, it was very slow. I don't I don't know how a thirteen year old me 
actually sat there and thought, this is terrifying. (laughs) It's a slow burn of a movie. It's long, too. And there's a lot of sex in it. Yeah, I was. I, I remember no, that no, no, no. part because maybe that's why June. Oh, <laughs> well, that's why that's why June liked it. And my dad actually was was uh, sitting down there watching it. I remember I was. Mortified. She's from the Ozarks. Oh my god! No, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> that almost reminds me of. Um, do you remember the movie Monsters Ball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents took me to see that movie because oh, Heath Ledger was in it, and he no. died in the first five minutes. And then there's like rank insane sex there is sex on top of sex i sat between my mom and steve (sighs) in a movie theater when i was 15 watching that movie girl no yeah that's true story it was very uncomfortable or i don't know if you guys ever saw the movie little darlings with uh christine mcnichol (gasps) anyway it's it's a 1970s coming of age movie at camp (laughs) and and how many people died in it if they're teenagers and a camp Especially coming. My dad, for some reason, my best friend wanted to see it, and so I went with her. And my dad had to take us because I think I was twelve or thirteen. So let me just say, it was extremely embarrassing. <laughs> I still live with that embarrassment right now, and so you know, it has to be one of those. But you know, it's really my, bad. my it's not my type of movie. My only embarrassing kind of movie experience is I was hanging out with my bestie, whose dad happened to be a Baptist preacher. Ooh, and uh-oh. we rented nice. Heather's. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, and he did. came walking in oh, when when the bully type dude had Christian uh, Christian Slater. Christian and he goes, Slater. Say yeah. you like to suck dicks. <laughs> and I'm like, no. is he going to whip me? Is he going to beat me? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bring his cross out. <laughs> am I, am I going to have to get you know, like baptized Grandma Jones is gonna have a fit. <laughs> oh, religion! No, my. So, have you guys ever like ran into that yet? Has anybody ever like you know with their religious? I guess you know their their beliefs, their strong beliefs. Have you gotten kind of attacked by that yet? I'm just kind of curious. Not religion, <laughs> not religion, but other things. Oh, other things. You know, I think everyone is just sensitive to something and we try to be as sensitive as possible to everybody. And generally speaking, when we're talking about something that we know is going to be some somewhat traumatic because Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about death, you know, but also if if you're listening, you know, we're going to be talking a lot. Right. (laughs) I mean, really. So like that's on you. Right. But if we're talking about suicide and a lot of suicides, Mm -hmm. we give Mm -hmm. a preface hey heads up trigger that's warning nice you put yeah. that disclaimer on it's very nice and we're yeah. learning too there's yeah. uh there's times where we've had a handful of times somebody has pointed out something we've misstepped on and and we had no idea we had no idea and yeah. and, and <clears> that's my life in the future well but it's it's <laughs> it's looking in the future to do better and and saying you know again educating ourselves and 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 saying crap this is this is a thing that i messed up on and next right. time i'm gonna try to do better and and particularly with language i think is sometimes yeah. a, uh, as a 90s kid, that can be a hard thing <laughs> well because there's like certain things that you can say without offending someone and certain things that you think are not offensive that yeah. can yeah. be and i yeah. think when you accept responsibility for saying yes. something that's offended someone they no longer are as offended i yes. think the second that you defend yourself and you don't accept responsibility right. is when mm-hmm. things become problematic and so you know, in, in the situation that we're referencing right now, someone had messaged us on our Instagram and said that what 
we had said offended them and we, oh. and we apologized and we said you know that's not our intention so so sorry that was the case like we will be mindful to never use that language in the future and like mm -hmm. thank you for bringing it to our attention and I think when you are appreciative of people for saying something yeah you know uh, I will say that we also have people that <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this. I was going to say, the Do one, that, the first one that actually occurred to me wasn't when we messed up. Oh, <laughs> It was just okay. somebody did something in a way so that... we generally, we put it out there where we want to hear people's ghost stories. Yes. So mm -hmm. that way we can yep. read their ghost stories on our podcast. And I occasionally like we'll that. have yes. things that we, I think we read one of yours, June, one time. And mm -hmm. we read okay. one of... Um, and one of Jake's. One of Jake's, too. yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, June, maybe yours was on a ghost stories. It might have been on a ghost stories. But I know we read one of yours at one point in time. And... So we'll ask, we'll put it out there like, hey, send us your stories. If you have pictures, send us your pictures. Like we love yeah. to see everything. So, I mean, June, as you know, when you open it up for someone to share, you get a lot of different things. And we've had many, many a orb <clears throat> sent our oh way, my. which is always fun. Which, which yeah. in tours is really common. People showing you pictures and I'm like, you are aware there's a light bulb behind you, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also someone pointed out that a picture that I took of me in front of the Myrtle's plantation had a picture of a person in a window while I was out there while tours were happening inside. Oh, right. And I knew oh, tours yeah. were happening inside. Yeah. But I didn't uh, claim that this picture was paranormal in any way, shape, or form. It's me just standing in front of the Myrtles going, I'm so excited. I'm in you know what picture <laughs> yes. I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm so excited I'm in front yes. of the Myrtles. And um, this person was arguing with me that the person in the window was a ghost. And I'm like, yo, I was there. <laughs> like, I respectfully okay. disagree. Uh, yes. yes. To do. Um, so we've had that. Oh, I do have yeah. to say about the Myrtles Plantation episode that you did. I was really glad that you... Um, you know, I, we, we got to stay there a couple of days and so um, jealous. it was, it was really, it was amazing. And, um, if you don't know the Myrtle's plantation, um, Miss Hester is, um, there and she will give you a tour and she'll give you hugs and probably not now, but <laughs> no <laughs> hugs now with this climate <laughs> that's going on. That's um, true. but she is an awesome, awesome person. And um, you should see her on a lot of the ghost shows. I think yeah. a lot of people, you know, if you if you go on YouTube, you can you can see her. Um, but the, the staff do kind of tell the stories of, um, you know, the famous story of Chloe. If you don't know it, you can just look it up. I won't go through it all. Um, or listen to our episode. Yes, I dropped the link. Listen to their episode. That's yeah. what I mean. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to their episode. But a lot of people will just take it as face value and yeah. almost every single ghost show um will report it as truth yeah. i mean mm -hmm. even haunted history reported it as truth mm -hmm. and um haunted history is one of, you know i loved watching that back in the day you know that was like one of the first shows that um, you know really kind of delved into a lot of haunting stuff when i was young and really got me hooked and um but it was just you know just taking it at face value um you know you start listening to it and going is this really true and then you start like you said looking at uh, how the people died and it's like no i don't think anybody ate some poison cake unfortunately hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. but it, isn't it interesting that they perpetuate that story yes mm -hmm. and it gets yeah. bigger and bigger but yeah. i do have to say now when i was staying there and i was you know having at this around this time of year i get really bad allergies and really bad coughs you yeah. know so yeah, that, yeah. 
I was on the bed and I was coughing and coughing and coughing. And I was going into kind of a bad asthma attack. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to get my breath. And as soon as I like, okay, I'm stabilizing. I was then all of a sudden I hear with my own ears, I wasn't asleep. I hear right beside my ear. Are you all right? Are you Just sure like it wasn't that. Ross? <laughs> that, that is what Ross sounds like. That like, no. to a T. Ross is, was in the other Ross. bedroom. Ross was in the other bedroom across our just kind of category. We had adjoining rooms. He was in the um Got the it. bed across from me, and um the room across from me, and the door was open. And of course, I wasn't recording because <clears throat> I was coughing, and I wasn't going to listen to myself cough all night. But um, <laughs> which now I kick myself because it's like, oh, my God. I mean, I heard it with my own ears. I I swear I heard a, a young girl right beside me say, are you all right? And then I was and like, there is a ghost of a young girl there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. of course, all you hear is me is is grabbing my recorder, turning it on and going, <laughs> is there anybody in here with me right now? You know, I'm OK. I'm OK. Would you talk to me? And then I'm like, Ross, Ross, wake up. <laughs> And yeah, it, it's kind of funny, but, and the bed was really high. So I didn't want to keep getting off and on again because I had to like run and jump to get on it and roll. roll, roll, roll. <laughs> so let's just say, I just wanted to stay on the bed. Well, and that's the thing too, though, is like that. I'm not, we're not saying that that location is not haunted. No, like but that story is correct. very suspect. Anyway. Absolutely. And I, I think like, that's where people get it twisted is that. But I love that you do all that research and you find out, you know, really what's behind that story. You don't just take it at face value. Like, yeah. well, this is what everybody says. It's like if you did the um, the Port Townsend, um, man, what's it, the um, castle? Manresa Castle. Yeah, yeah. Manresa yeah. Castle. Sorry. Yeah, my yeah that's all legend. <laughs> it's like the story is there. We haven't done that one, have we? Hardly any of those stories that. are true. Yeah. So that might be a good one. But that, and that's, that's also what I find when it's something that frustrates me when I do a, a ghost tour when I'm traveling. Um, when I was in Edinburgh and I did one of their, uh, we did first their their catacombs tour, the history tour, and then in the evening did the uh, paranormal tour. And uh, the the tour guides were fantastic, very knowledgeable on the history. Um, uh, knew like when you a- ask questions they had answers they weren't just people who were trained to recite right. the stories nothing else but at the very end of it uh we ended in this cemetery and the guy was telling a story and then somebody in like a ghost face mask jumped out with a fake knife and was like oh, oh, no. and everybody went so irritating it was really irritating i was i was buying one of the books and i was talking to our tour guide and i said you know i i really enjoyed the tour except for the end and he got a look on his face and i could see him kind of like debating whether or not he was going to disclose what he was going to disclose and he was like i hate that they make us do that i think it cheapens what we do Mm -hmm. i think it cheapens the stories it cheapens the experience but we have too many people too many tourists complain if they don't get a scare scary enough oh god that's so frustrating it's so frustrating because and as a tour guide it's something Mm -hmm. you know i i hear people 
Oh, yeah. Well, I was saying, like, well, I haven't seen a ghost. And I'm like, you realize that <laughs> they don't come on demand. Like, I'm not the ghost whisperer. Oh, I wish. I wish. Me. I would be working a better paying job if I did. Uh, and I, I can appreciate that people go into a haunted location wanting something to happen, but that's not how ghosts work. So if you want something spooky to happen, go and watch The Ring. If you want an actual <laughs> take on history and you want uh, the stories that, I mean, as, as, as soon as I take a tour and I, I do my research ahead of time because I'm that asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But, but as soon as you hear something repeated as fact that you know for a fact is not verified, I... <sighs> It, it For me, it diminishes the whole experience because I start questioning everything I hear. Yeah. It's like the podcast I was talking about. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And, and or it's like m- the tour that used to be um, in Pioneer Square. It's not there anymore. But the guy that was promoting the Jack the Ripper, you know, fled to Seattle and um, and what? also the vampires in Seattle. Blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, we, I just what, have to say. We have vampires yeah. in Forks. Mm. And they yeah. sparkle so beautifully. And they have big werewolf friends. Yeah, although like I will say, anyone it... who's actually been to Forks, <laughs> where are these vampires and werewolves? Show me. Yeah, please. <laughs> I just saw lumber Scully. trucks. Show me. <laughs> and uh, <Scully>. But, <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's, uh, because that it's not to say that, that, that Gabby and I are perfect. Like we miss things in research or I'll miss say something or I can't verify something. And I wonder if I should say a story or not. Um, my bell Gunness, I, I misspoke and said like Minnesota instead of Illinois at one point. And I realized that midway through and I was like, should I correct that? Nah, and it's fine. Nobody's going to correct that you. one. But, but there, you know, it's really hard when you're doing historical research because there's a lot of contradictions. That is, if I have learned anything in being a researcher, it is that there is no one right answer because even newspapers are sometimes reporting, they glob onto one wrong report and it continues to be reported through the years because it's a newspaper. A newspaper like should be- a telephone. A, yeah, exactly. It's a giant game of telephone and, and because a newspaper should be a reliable source. So it is not a perfect art form but there is a difference between I read this thing in this newspaper and this is what it said and creepypasta. Legend has it that a child haunts this plantation and at night you can hear them whispering in your ear. And then someone jumps out with the with And a then mask someone face. jumps out with a ghost face mask <laughs> and goes <laughs> like one is cheap, the other is a quest for truth. <laughs> And what we attempt to do is we go on quests for truth. With a little side journey to the cheap when it's fun. (laughs) And bad jokes. Because we love a good that's what she said moment. That's true. (gasps) A Spider-Man mug has come out. (laughs) Nice. That's not whiskey, is it? It can be. I like I, I like triple fist beverages. I always have That's within arm's reach. Mm. I have a water, I have an alcohol, and I have a tea. Mm. <laughs> As I hit I hit my mug against my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that I really like about ghoulish mm-hmm. about goulash, more. ghoulish <laughs> is you know, you'll do some contemporary stuff. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and so taking like love is dead. 
as the example, so I married oh. a ghost. I love that. That episode. was a hoot. I love that episode. But you but know, not you everybody went, did. Not everybody liked that episode. Uh, oh well, I mean, you went. In some cases, you go back, but I yeah. mean, it is more of a contemporary phenomenon that was going, that mm-hmm. was going on, and I was just like, you know, when I heard about the concept, I'm like, I, is this too say new? What it is, is this for just listening? Gonna, what's that? Should we say what it is for anyone listening? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, way, sure. Go for it. No and then go listen to it. Yeah. 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 I'll it, drop the link. Basically, yeah, it's about, it's about people who have relationships and uh, physical and emotional relationships <laughs> with ghosts is basically the topic. And it was mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. It was for Valentine's Day. It was, a, it was a joint that. episode, too. We both we both looked up stories for it. Sounds and like I the think- perfect boyfriend. That's yeah, one that we actually had to be really careful about with a mental health topic. Mm. Um, yeah, we got a so that, that way. That yeah, that that's a good example of when we think on our own something is funny. Mm-hmm. I think, but then if we talk funny. about it, true. Um, but then if we talk about it publicly, it can look wrong. It can I look like, that. you know, and that's yeah. not the intention at all. It's no, just no, no. To make light of a interesting mm-hmm. topic, I guess. Um, well, and I think sometimes, you know, you go for a joke and sometimes it's a little bit on the edge and it lands and sometimes it doesn't. And it <laughs> it's. <sighs> it's iffy. It's iffy. Yeah, it's iffy. Um, and again, it it's never our intention for something to be offensive or making light of a serious right of, of a, an actual serious thing um and and so we learn and we try to be more sensitive and we uh well i and i think about an episode later on where we made a point of being like i think we it probably got edited out uh we'd gone down a certain line of of conversation and then stopped and was like nope this is no longer funny let's not let's not do this. <laughs> i edited it out well, yeah. anything that we do that's like that which is why i personally I, I enjoy like i love that you guys have this live radio station and channel um and what you guys do with with this it's so great and like cool to see it in the moment for us i think we wanted to have a little bit more control over what it is that we're saying and what we're yeah. putting out while having right. honest dialogue so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm we could talk about it and then maybe it's going to take us down a place that we did not want to go mm. <laughs> and we can backpedal there's definitely been times where we've we've started talking about something and then i'll be like let's cut this let's yeah, not yeah. let's we're, 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 let's this is not this off is off the, the record. record this is yep. off the records yeah Anyway, tangent. Off. Jake, what was your question about oh. this topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, just because it was contemporary, uh, was talking about how you're not afraid to tackle like contemporary topics. Yeah. Like, I mean, you did you did the Cecil Hotel, which was was that 2010, yeah. 2005, 2000, I can't 2011. remember. 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011. Okay. Yeah. Well, that there's multiple things that are attached to the Cecil True. that happened from yeah. like the early 1900s mm-hmm. until recently. It's a pattern. It's a pattern yeah. of events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for that one, I think that was a cool topic because it was about one thing, but there were lots of stories. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one story. Correct. Um, but I think when it comes to contemporary topics, it's nice to throw in something like that every once in a while just to yeah. like mix it up. It's, uh, I think part of why this is slightly selfish. Um, I can make more offensive jokes about older cases because 
uh, they're not as offensive when everybody involved in the case is dead. Um, That's true. That's true. So I can get away with more with some of the older cases and some of the inappropriate things I say because I do say all kinds of inappropriate things. You know. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of my... But that's why we get along, Cam. That's true. (laughs) There are so many things about this podcast that I love so much because it's where we get to, like, shoot the shit, for lack of a better term. But also have a topic in mind and poke fun at something that maybe other people might not think is, like, a topic to poke fun at. Um, But we do. yeah but we also know when to be serious and i think oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you start to see more of like the serious tones come through and like true crime topics because mm-hmm. we talk about mm. victims and we talk about yeah. like that that kind of thing is not meant to be joked yeah. about and, um, and we take that fairly seriously absolutely and like i think like our next topic is going to be one of those mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. sometimes topics like that have nothing to do with paranormal things but it's a yeah. true crime topic and it's weird and that's why mm-hmm. we like to talk about it so yeah. those are not quite as a full of jest if you will that's true so uh, on the subject of that let's just get Mm -hmm. your i'm just gonna try to tease it out of you who's the one that likes more true supernatural ghosty urban versus (laughs) like show me the bodies and how we got to this point (laughs) i can say i am most likely the first one and kim is most likely the second one yeah although Although, but you love a good ghosty moment too. Love a good ghost. I mean, I probably because I, I did Amityville, I did Enfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good point. I did yeah. Greenbrier. That's true. Oh, I, yeah. I love true crime. I love like, true, true crime. crime. Is like part of your heart. It <clears throat> is, but I. I mean, for me, it's all about. I I like weird. I like something yeah. that is. Uh, well, and that's why I did the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. I freaking love the jersey devil i i again i lived in new york for a decade like uh i used to go on jersey devil hunts with my old roommate um it mostly involved us getting dunkin donuts and getting into her car and driving to the pine barrens okay uh like that pretty much a great time that when i say jersey devil hunt let me be clear You weren't actually walking in the woods with your um, cameras and she recorders. was trying to find the Jersey Devil with the donut. That was it. Was, it was. See, okay, so uh, our old, our old, she was my old roommate after college, but we lived across the hall from each other in college, and we went through this stretch of time where the fire alarm used to go off in my building, mostly because people were smoking pot, didn't know to shove a towel under their door, <laughs> and so it's you know. 2 a.m. and the fire alarm's going off and it's going to go off for a while if it's a pot one. So (laughs) there was a Dunkin' Donuts that was 24 hours across the street combined with the Baskin Robbins. So we'd go there. We'd get some donuts. so good right now. Maybe some bagels. Maybe some ice cream. We'd get in her car and we'd drive out wherever. And every so often, like usually we'd drive around. This was Long Island. So we'd drive to like the beach and check out the Long Island serial killer or something. Um, sometimes we drive into the city. At one point, we got a flat tire on like 11th Avenue past midnight. That wasn't great. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's another topic for true crime. That's a story Ooh. for another day. And a nice gentleman helped us change the tire. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, every so often we drive out to the Pine Barrens and, and look for the Jersey Devil. And it, it was something i kind of appreciated with just that idea of are we actually looking for the jersey devil no but we could have found him you, you never know you never know <laughs> and she was always game and i that's could have landed on your car her, you that's know. a good friend exactly. 
the don't they might have loved donuts you could have just put the donut you could have just like waved that little (laughs) munchkin out the window and been like come forth jersey devil but is it the cake donut or is it the frosted donut? Mm. Jelly filled. Jelly filled. Oh, yeah, jelly filled. Raspberry, yeah. strawberry. Crawlers, too. Oh. Yeah. He loves the little fluffy. <laughs> yeah. But see, I love a good cryptid. I grew up being obsessed. My sixth grade report, we all, in sixth grade, we all had to do this massive report that we spent a chunk of the year on. You know what my sixth grade report was on? The Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Do you know what my seventh grade report was on? Loch Ness Monster. Monster. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I was yeah. fascinated. You know, when I finally got to go to Loch Ness and stand out and look over the water, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care how rational I think I am. I was looking <laughs> really hard. Every little ripple in the water was like, "Oh, is that her?" Is well, I got me? a, I got a picture of him. Uh, he's, you know, like three feet, white neck, feathers, was swimming around. <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, "Wow, you're just out." Okay, great. I snapped like twenty pictures of him. Did I never show you my Loch Ness monster pictures? <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> I and gonna, uh, I have to say that when I went to the gift store, it was really embarrassing because of everything else I bought. I probably bought maybe $150 worth of Loch Ness Monster earrings, necklace, oh, little fully accessorized, plush animal. See, I feel bad because I, I so bought cool. like this plush Loch Ness and a snow globe because I collect snow globes and a bunch of stuff. And then... It was part of my honeymoon, my now ex-husband. So then I, I got rid of all of it because I didn't. <sighs> so I need to go back to so go I can back. buy new stuff. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> go just, back. Just to buy new stuff. But I need a new. I really miss my Loch Ness Monster doll. I need a new oh. plushie. So if uh, you have uh, you have a little plushie of a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, he's currently in my window because I put him up for people he's going on the so bear hunt. Oh, a different mm. one. I have a plushie of a different plushie. Oh, well, that's not a plushie. It's a, it's a, it's a little, little baby. It's, it's a little it's a little keychain. It's very cute. He's <laughs> very cute. So but when, uh, no, I uh, I want a new Loch Ness Monster. So picture. when you guys on the ghoulish get to your next cryptid, and if it just okay. happens to be Bat Squatch yes! from Tacoma, <laughs> I am more than happy to lend a hand on Bat, Bat Squatch. Squatch. going to happen. I Bat brought Batsquatch up. I brought Batsquatch. I don't know if this makes into the episodes or not, but I brought Batsquatch up. You brought it up. I've kept it in. It's fine. And, and the Instagram live. I brought Batsquatch in a couple yeah. times. Okay. The Instagram lives. Just my, the Instagram um, lives we haven't really recorded as much because I couldn't no. figure out how to do it until the like the last one. <laughs> and so there's true. one, and it's not the most exciting one, but you know, that's okay. It's okay. We'll be probably starting to do. Uh, maybe this Sunday we can do one. It's Father's Day. Oh, it's Father's Day. I forgot oh, about that. Shoot. Never mind. Okay. I'm going out to my folks' place. Not that I couldn't do that, my folks, but my dad wants to grill steaks. No, means... spend time with your dad. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be eating um, garden burgers and my dad's going to eat steak. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, it's Father's nice. Day. I well, haven't we'll do it the following week then. I've like barely been in a room with another human in at all. I know the and... feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So Gabby. Let's go back to the start of Ghoulish. Okay. And you took a little trip to New Orleans and uncovered (gasps) so many secrets. Mm -hmm. Tell us how that sparked. 
spawned the initial blast of ghoulish tendencies. I mean, it basically made me want to do a podcast about New Orleans, and Kim had to tell me no. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, all right, so our first six episodes are going to be New Orleans. And, that, and I was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. We need Ma'am. to space that out. You know, we still have an episode that we have not done about New Orleans that's still dangling, and I have, like, a, a little interview that I did with the cutest little old lady tour guide. Well, so, see, like, uh, now we point, could, because it's been long enough since you've done a New Orleans episode. I'd be fine with it. True. But you wanted to do, like, let's do a New Orleans, and then maybe have one break and then do four more New Orleans. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> Let's not do that. The City <laughs> Tourism Board loves you. <laughs> Here's the they thing. should sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Legit. Well, I think when you know about a city like New Orleans for such a long time and have done like thorough research about a city like New Orleans and then you physically get to go there, it's so exciting. It's like, for me, I don't get to travel as much because of work and everything and, you know, all the things in life but i would love to go to edinburgh i would love to go to like let's go let's you and me go to edinburgh because i went there with my ex and i need to wipe that out of my brain we can do that at some point in time and i think we should but new orleans was that city for me because it was like one of the oldest cities in the u.s and so it has so much history and so i researched the crap out of it before i even went and had like a daily plan and like agenda for every you single did. day that I was there and That's my awesome. boyfriend was just like I'm just gonna come and <laughs> I'm just gonna go with you and you, you just I'm have a, to I'm you figure out ride. all the details and here's my money <laughs> and, I was like, okay. and so I like arranged everything but I think being there is such like a weird and like cool energy and vibe that you can't really explain and it made me want to research more than I already had so that's why I was so like super into it. But that's not why I wanted to start ghoulish. It just kind of gave me like a jump off point of topics. Right? We'd already gotten to that we were going to start it when you yeah. were doing the New Orleans trips. That just was, was sort of a convenient that, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. starting point. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think I even did the La Lorie episode, even though um, I did not go to New Orleans. No, but I mean, I, I had researched it all. So, yeah. and like having been there, I had pictures of the little well, Yeah, I think that's and part like, of why yeah. we ended up doing it. Is you're like, but I have these cool pictures. I have cool pictures. I went there. It's cool. <laughs> um, that's that what I almost would like to go back at some point and redo now that I. Uh... We've learned a lot mm-hmm. in this lot. time. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had one of the most. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but cringeworthy interviews. No, it was bad. Um, It was bad. The amount of editing I had to do on it to make it sound as it sounds today. It was the first thing we recorded. Yeah, it was our very first episode that we recorded with another person. With another person, too. Yeah, Yeah. so that was pretty wild. Um, But with New Orleans, it's just such a cool place to get your, like, creative juices flowing and, like, spooky juices flowing because there's so much lore and mystery and Uh like that's a city where like everybody believes everything they hear (laughs) and like you come to you go to another city and they're just like no (laughs) (laughs) no like i can literally go to new orleans new orleans is like the only city i've seen your people gabby it's your people (laughs) true but like (laughs) that city has a vampire tour that's legit talks about vampires like it is a real thing and it's still happening right now and it's fact and like it's yeah. hard to find cities where you can find that and people will pay <laughs> that is true. to that go is to true. it you know what i mm-hmm. mean like 
I went on it because I thought it <laughs> sounded interesting. And like, I ended up meeting Rose, who ended up being on our podcast and who I am now friends with. And, and who's lovely, who is awesome. so lovely. Yeah. And she actually, I ended up going back to New Orleans in January for work and she, right. I hung out with her and she, yeah. I actually arranged a private tour, Ooh, ghost tour. She fun. did a ghost tour and vampire tour for my coworkers. So <laughs> like, this is good to have like connections with people, right? So That's like, awesome. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a city where you can kind of make those connections with people that are odd. <laughs> very easily and i think that that's like a a nice thing about that city but it's also Mm -hmm. so cultured and so different and unique that um it's it's definitely one of my favorite places i've ever been i had a very hard time with the food but that's a whole other topic (laughs) oh my Um, yeah (laughs) i want to go i want to go well you know it's so funny i have been to the airport there and um but we i have never been to the city Really? Never. That surprises um, me. We we flew to the airport and then we drove to Nottaway Plantation, which is about an hour away. That's amazing, what I was thinking of. Amazing haunted place. If you ever get mm. a chance, bed and breakfast. Beautiful place. Even has a restaurant inside. It's a huge plantation. Hmm. Um, but um, we were going to go in, but it happened to be Mardi Gras. Oh, no. So <laughs> crazy. I decided, I don't think I went in my first time to um, be at <laughs> Mardi Gras. And um, That's fair. with the kids throwing up and vomiting in the airport. <laughs> oh, like, no. You know, no. let's just wait. Well, and so also, I haven't been it, there yet. So next it year. might not be the best with kids either. Like, I, not to be, like, judgy about kids. Like, it's just that if I know what you're into, Jude. And, like, it might not be the best for young, young, tiny individuals. But... I think when you said kids, you meant, I meant college. college kids. Sorry. Oh, like, I, thought you I am like, now so old. <laughs> yes. I got I a story. I am so <laughs> calling them kids. Yes. Do I need to grab some beads to throw at you? Yes. Ghost daddy. So uh, this was, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this was back in February. I got to plan my team's offsite. So I, got oh, yeah, you ice, I picked uh-huh. New Orleans because, you know, it's pretty much a tourist season. It's not quite, you know, new, you know it's not quite Mardi Gras proper, right? It's, okay. it's actually a series of three weekends. Yeah. And we were there. We were leaving on a Friday, which would be the second weekend. But we did a scavenger hunt as a team building thing. Okay, work for a Fun. big stuffy corporate, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, as we're routing through, it's like noon. Now people are hitting the streets and throwing the beads. And I'm with my boss and we come up to one of the stops on the, on the uh, what do you call them, scavenger hunt. And right in front of us is a big old nipple butter, $5. <laughs> And ladies all joyous and and, and painting. And I'm like, uh, uh, mm. I would have paid to see that. And she's like, Don't not worry. like the girls. I would have paid to see your face. Oh, yeah. I was just like, uh, uh, and, and my boss and Hold the other mouth, ladies are, are, are just like, let's stop and get a grenade. <laughs> Which like he knows the big old beer thing, the big old beer. Uh, thing, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I I was there and I did book a tour and I took my uh, coworkers on the Bone Lady Voodoo tour, which was pretty Ooh, amazing. Cool. And hmm. uh, they enjoyed all the voodoo haunted goodies, I will say. <clears throat> but um, I do have a question for you. So this just off the top of your head, if you had mm-hmm. to pick your favorite episode of Ghoulish, what would it be? Ooh. 
Your absolute favorite. That's hard. That's um, really hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> or he said. That's what they said. And I will say, and I say this because Gabby can't, like, <laughs> I, I struggle listening to the episodes only because I feel weird listening to myself. Um, which go is contrary to everything I tell my students, which is you need to listen to yourself because it'll help you get better. But it, it... I wish you would just appreciate my editing skills, man. No, it's it's honestly it's <laughs> sometimes it, it it's it's and to be fair, sometimes it's when I have time to listen to a podcast, it's mostly like you don't it, have time. <laughs> there's that, but like I like to listen to a podcast and relax when I'm cooking. So I'll put on a podcast and I'll have some wine and I'll cook. And there's times I toy with the idea of listening to an episode of ours, but I'm like, but I'm no longer relaxing. Now I'm listening for critique. And so I, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, I have to actively work to get myself to clock out on any kind of work. So um, that that's, but I, I, I do need to listen more often, not just to appreciate Gabby's editing skills, but because it's, it's valuable, but um. Oh, that's a really hard one because uh, there's episodes that are really fun to record, but do I think it's necessarily the best thing we've recorded? Maybe not. But like, like the 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 Valentine's Day episode that was really fun to do. <laughs> oh my god, it was so much fun. We were losing it laughing. We were we were and and because we were both doing things and because it wasn't a deep research episode, it was us being able to joke a lot more. Um. So in terms of what was enjoyable, that was a really fun one for us to record. Do I think it's our best episode? No, not no. at all. Uh, I'm I'm fairly proud of um, the. I mean, I, I was proud of the Jake Bird episode only because I hit things that I know for a fact no other podcast has ever hit about Jake Bird. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, because I checked <laughs> because I was <laughs> desperately trying to get any any place to start with some of these these things and i have some information on jake bird that it's not that the information doesn't exist but nobody has published it in having it together so for me i was just proud of that research um the amityville episode because that was another just i devoted a lot of myself to that a lot of good information on that one and it was a it was a lot of research and it was i we we had we recorded it twice one of, first them. One. one of them. One of them. Yeah, the first one we recorded a second time because the the first time it just wasn't right. I think that was a good moment for us to like learn too, mm -hmm. like how things sound versus mm -hmm. just the content that we have in front of us. Yeah, and like I think with that, it made I I appreciate it so much more now. Like and like knowing the direction to go with it and like. Mm -hmm the quality of the of the episodes great now you know like yeah. i think that that's something that it is all shouting awesome. out mm -hmm. um uh, but uh yeah that's a it's a really hard question to to answer because i i think sometimes i'm coming from it from a place of how fulfilled was i by the research mm. <laughs> you're always coming from that perspective kim i am i i i i get really hung up on uh, because I never feel like I've done enough research. I always feel like I should do more. And I always feel like even once it's done, there's more I should do. 
um, it's never done. The research is never done. There's always more information to be found and had and read. Uh, and, and so I, I think part of my inability to ever feel fully satisfied comes from that feeling of it's never good enough. It's never, I should have done more, uh, which might be why I have a hard time relaxing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit deep rooted. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's hard. It's, I have to sometimes just take, um, I have to stop. I have to tell myself to stop and, you know, watch an episode of Hannibal because, because uh, <laughs> he's a babe. Because he's a babe. And it's a Either really one. great Take show. your pick. They're both babes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I got, I got, I'm proud to say I got Gabby into Hannibal. Mm-hmm. But, and Terrence. Uh, oh yeah. He's, 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 he doesn't he's like there. horror, but he likes this show now. I haven't seen it yet. June. <gasps> June. June, you have to see Stop it. Stop what I, you're doing. I, I looked at I looked at it and I was like, eh, I don't know if no, no, I no. see it. Okay. No, June, stop what you're doing right now. Okay. Bye, guys. Stop, <laughs> stop what you're doing right now. No, no, no. It'll be worth it. Stop what okay. you're doing right now. <laughs> Go watch Hannibal. It's on Netflix and Amazon Prime. You have no okay. excuse. I will watch it after we get off the air. Yeah, I promise. And, or at least the it first time. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby, you yes. talk for a while. I've been talking too much. <laughs> I've had too much whiskey. This is what our <laughs> podcast episodes are like, guys. So welcome. <laughs> yes. When I just start going to the bottle, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> slash really entertaining. Um, but I think we kind of have talked about it. Like, I feel like for me, my favorite episode has to be like the witch because Bell of witch, how yeah. much I learned. Like my gra- like gratification came out of not just the production of the, the episode, but of the research that went into it. And of the feedback we got from people on that Mm -hmm. one. And I am that person that like, I am very much a words of affirmation person. Mm. Don't buy me presents. Just tell me I did good. And I'm happy. (laughs) Like I'm that guy. Gabby's very, very pretty. And she's very talented and very smart. See, that makes me so happy. You just filled my (laughs) cup. I love it. Um, But that episode specifically, I think part of what I liked about it was that I was really excited to talk about it. And I think because I was really excited to talk about it, Kim was then really excited to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so us talking about it together, being really excited, made it a really exciting episode. (laughs) We we feed off of each other. (laughs) Yeah, and I love that energy. And I feel like ever since that episode, I want to like recreate that every single time we have an episode, but it's not always going to happen because it just depends on the topic. But I just felt like there were some like really amazing vibes in that episode and it's you know that's my personal thing one and i think i think our most recent our enfield i i feel like because that's one that (laughs) i actually want to listen to that one partially because uh i well and i was so enjoyed yeah beyond the fact that gabby kept like telling me to pour whiskey down my throat um (laughs) i was was really enjoying we were playing audio and we included audio in this episode because if if believe it or don't believe it there is some really cool audio for yeah, for the really guys yeah even if if it's a hoax it's still incredibly compelling yeah and so uh gabby i don't think you'd heard any of this before had you I've heard bits and pieces of it but <laughs> yeah. not the full length of yeah. what kim provided pretty freaky her face was maybe my favorite thing. I took a picture during one of them, and you look like uh, you look like it. Beaker. I posted I like it. Beaker, yeah, yeah. Uh, the I'm face thinking... she's making it was I just like it was, it was beautiful. It was, and I'm just like, 
Kim looks I, so cute in that picture, and I, I look. I did full beaker, just full beaker. <laughs> um, but that was that was sort of a return to. It was really fun to record because I knew there was stuff I was going to get to share with you that you were going to get to react to. Oh, and yeah. <clears throat> I think it, it's sometimes hard for us to find cases where the other one doesn't have some sort of knowledge of it, where we have things to react to, to be surprised by. Totally. It's, it's hard to surprise two people who, who spend so much time delving into the dark. Uh, and when it happens, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> so much fun. So th that might be my favorite thing when we can surprise each other. Oh yeah. When we can, it's, it's why if, if it's a case, like, if, if, if Gabby said to me, I'm going to cover XYZ case, and if it's something I don't know a lot about, even though my initial impulse would be, I should read up on this, I've point. started saying, no, I'm going to go into this so that I can react genuinely and be surprised and not know what's going to happen. And to um, like add to that, I think initially when we first started talking about topics, mm -hmm. we started sharing a lot of information with each other mm -hmm. because we were excited about it. But yes. it was prior to recording. Mm -hmm. And yes. then we realized that that initial excitement was lost in the recording. Yes. Stop telling each other about stuff. So mm -hmm. now we only tell each other during the episode. Yes. That's a good I, idea. I think I sent you uh, the audio clips over email to play so we could get the real-time reaction. But you didn't listen to them until we were recording the episode. Mm -hmm. And that's why. Because I knew I was going to have a bonkers reaction. Yeah. And oh, I knew yeah. you wanted to see my face. I stopped, and it was you know amazing <laughs> that's but that's the thing is that like yes topic is important to a favorite yeah. episode but i think like the energy and the vibe of the episode is just as important if not more mm -hmm. was well, even like diatlov um that that's a topic that i already know fairly well going into the episode but you hit some things where i was like oh i didn't know that and that was really exciting for me because I do so many deep dives, I love getting surprised by information. I love hearing a story I don't know. That's my um, favorite thing to do. <laughs> find things that Kim doesn't know. That's like my ultimate challenge. You make us, I don't know. See, she always says that I know everything. I don't know everything. You are very well read, Kim. Do not doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, that's where the theater skills come in. It's, it's not just being well-read. It's retention. I retain information. Oh, hey, guess who doesn't do that? <laughs> this guy. Yeah, he's a goldfish. I'm a legit goldfish. I remember Yeah, he's a goldfish. No, yeah. I, I retain information fairly well, partially because of my theater training. Um, I hear things, I read things, and I remember reasonably well. Um, but that's a parlor trick. That's, that's memorization. That's not anything more exciting maybe you can that. teach me these parlor tricks so i don't forget everything i can <laughs> teach you some i can teach you memorization skills like we, we i teach that in some of my drama classes so that's we can add that onto some of the vocal <laughs> exercises <laughs> we're gonna do if you do a class on that kim no, it's, <laughs> it's like I, I would like to sign up i i, I should i should <laughs> offer that for yeah legit kim more Seriously. money in your pocket <laughs> I will happily do that. That's why it's it's so funny to me. There's sometimes where, uh, because my my background, you know, again with a theatrical background, like I have a degree, I have a bachelor in fine arts in theater arts and performance, and I have a post grad degree in classical acting and Shakespeare. And there's times where I'm like, oh right, I paid money to learn how to do this. I can charge people for this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Seriously. 
<laughs> okay, so I have a question for you guys because yeah. you guys have been asking us a lot of questions, okay. which is great. Uh -huh. and we love that. What are your favorite episodes and why? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, uh, let me. I've got the website right up here, so let me just. Let me see too. I will go through the list. I did enjoy. See, I have not listened to Enfield yet. Really? I'm How dare sorry. you, sir? I'm I am sorry. walking out if you're right now. Well, you know, so it goes like this: while I'm doing the page and I'm putting the research, the references up. That's usually when I listen. You're late, Kim, but thank you for <laughs> sending it during the we broadcast. Love you. You're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, so pretty. I thought the Jersey so Devil was uh, really cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. that was what was To me, it was just kind of like, let's just pop the bubble on the Jersey Devil. I was an asshole about it. That's, that's my job, to come in and be like, you know these stories you've heard? Actually, I'm going to drop some truth balls. Yeah. <laughs> Kim explained. Um, I actually was a big fan of the DeFeo murders, the crime part of Amityville oh. versus... That was really fascinating. Um, yeah, because I, I knew most of the... I was pretty familiar with the haunting stuff already. Mm -hmm. So uh, the true crime I didn't know as much. So That's what uh, I found. People who know the haunting side don't necessarily know what... They know the murders happened, but they don't know the full extent of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I did like uh, the Greenbrier, Greenbrier Ghost quite a bit. Too. That was my favorite. Myrtle's Plantation, <clears throat> the Ursuline Convent was one of my favorite, the Rampart House, which was like the, one, the, the first one I think you guys Rampart did. Rampart was the first. Yeah. <laughs> I personally right. enjoyed Rampart because I just basically shit-talked a ghost tour I did. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say the same thing. Um, I, I mean, I really did enjoy the Enfield, uh, the I, I really like that one just because you did have more evidence and you, you had, I mean, more of the uh, audio and everything on there that was really, you know, nice yeah. and creepy. Um, but uh, I, I really like, I love the Valentine's Day one because it made me laugh so much. <laughs> it was fun. That was a fun one to record. It was so fun. I, I enjoy all of them because they're all different. You know, mm -hmm. I, I love how, how different they are. And I love your chemistry with each other. It's really fun. And, totally. uh, you know, it just makes me laugh. I love it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so I do have one question before we have to start wrapping things up. And mm -hmm. that is... What is the biggest thing you've learned from a ghost stories, your first podcast together, to now ghoulish? editing. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. I bet. Um, one of the things I learned, I feel like I can't repeat, so I'm gonna... <laughs> Shade. Shade. shade shade the shade the bucket shade. um what yeah I, I learning how uh most of the other podcasts i've done like the the i used to do one with a, a lot of ladies about horror films and and that not so much but more recently um city of geek which i've been on and i i adore doing but i'm i'm in a room of of myself and, and three other boys and delightful boys but boys <laughs> and uh sometimes i feel like particularly as the only woman in the room i am shoving forward to get heard and i don't need to do that when when gabby and i are, are right. talking and turning that off is hard because I, I feel like, ah, if I don't say it, somebody's going to talk over me. No, no. 
So learning, learning to listen better, learning to, um, respond. And I mean, like there's the technical things that you get better at. I think the more you do, like Gabby and I have learned that to try to, if we're going to insert something, try to insert it on a pause and not on top of there's, there's little silly technical things you learn, even just, um, if we need to restart a sentence because we've garbled a word, you stop, you pause, Happens. you Often. go to the stop, the start of the sentence, and you say it again, and that's like technical stuff. But yeah, I feel like I feel like sometimes my my desperate concern about being heard, I need to watch that because I people are listening. Gabby is listening. I it's not a <laughs> there's not the fight that I sometimes feel when I'm doing other things. Well, yeah. I think too, like I I relate to that a lot. And I've had to learn to think before I talk sometimes. <laughs> you know, I've been one of those people that will talk while I'm thinking and mm-hmm. there'll be like a, a lot of filler words and being aware of that and like not interrupting. And like to Kim's point, like I've, I'm horrible at interrupting people in general, like in life. And, you know, I try to be really, aware of that and hype like hyper aware of that especially when we're recording just because a lot of it goes back to technicalities Mm -hmm. and to editing because it's gonna make my life way harder (laughs) if I do that when I have to go back and edit and it's really I really love like the gel that we have now that Mm -hmm. I think we've gotten without even talking about it it just kind of happens Mm -hmm. and we've been happy one year anniversary Kim we've now been making this like not this podcast but a podcast for a year now Yay! which is super- just wait it's let me awesome. play a sound effect Yay. let me play a sound effect here um, I got a 12 I got a 12 second sound effect I'll just drop it you can't hear it but it's playing <laughs> it's a lot of people it's like the baseball game kind of thing so if people okay. need to get a hold of you guys and want to listen, why don't you give all your info? Okie dokie. No, it might be in the chat, but just give your info. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I really quick before, before I give the info, I just want to say like, it's, it's so apparent when we have a guest on that doesn't know this stuff. And then I'm like, oh my God, I want to murder them as I'm editing. <laughs> and then, you know, like, it's not like that when I edit with us just talking so i just appreciate the growth that we've had together in doing that mm-hmm. but, um yeah. and for our information our so I, I mentioned the podcast previously it's ghoulish tendencies podcast on instagram our website is ghoulish tendencies.com we have a twitter which is ghoulish podcast we have a facebook page ghoulish tendencies podcast um we have a patreon ghoulish tendencies podcast so if you're feeling like you like what we do and you, you want might to be noticing us, a pattern yay right <laughs> just look us up you'll fi- you'll figure it out and if yeah. you can't figure it out just go to the website because there's links to literally all of our social on the website and you yeah. can even listen to the actual podcast on the website and see all of our show notes and references and everything like that but um if you want to find me personally my instagram is black gabbeth like black sabbath but <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, my Instagram is Kim Period Douthit, like South with an I T and a D. Uh, <laughs> and my, I'm fairly active on Twitter, at least horror Twitter, because that's a big thing. Uh, so I am at Seattle Screams. Uh-huh. You'll find me live tweeting movies, uh, talking. I uh, Twitter is fun. is much more <laughs> my my horror medium. So if, if you want to talk some horror films with me, go find me over there. 
um, yeah. And then I have a website that I'm in the process of putting together that is kimdaffet.com. Thank you, Ghost Daddy, for helping me set <laughs> Not that. a problem. Aww, that's awesome. <laughs> you can see classes I'm teaching and podcasts I'm on and uh, shows I'm in and all that jazz. And true crime. Mm-hmm. Tea and true crime. Yes. Yeah, true yeah. Crime. We've got a new one coming out in July, but I don't know when yet, and I'm not exactly sure what the case is yet. So, <laughs> stay tuned. spooked in Seattle, and it'll show it when it comes up. Right? It'll yes. show it when it comes up. Spookedinseattle.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies, for thank being you so on much this for Thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. We just love you. And I want to thank a ghost really quickly. Yeah. A ghost, because if it were not for the group a ghost i wouldn't know you lovely people mm-hmm. and this podcast would not exist that's so. very true, true. that's yeah. very true the golf clap yes for you a ghost yes. and one day all the ghost hunts will start happening in droves again yes i can't wait yes and also want to say we missed wendy hope we miss wendy you wendy yeah, we miss you wendy nice time, and nice time doggy sitting yes so um june any parting words just you know tune in to mystic moon cafe on wednesday nights and if you have any a ghost questions look us up on a ghost.org and um, you guys have a wonderful wonderful week and next week we will be talking about horse magic Horse I heard. Magic. I heard. I heard horse magic. Yeah, yeah I heard horse magic. I'm Hors. like, Hors. tell me about. Hors. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm going to talk about my past. We won't talk about the whore magic. <laughs> June is in. This is something totally in different. Oh, tawdry, 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 <laughs> okay guys so with that we'll call it a night just so you know intro track was uh, Savior by Rise Against and tonight we will say adieu with Black Honey by Thrice hmm. I love that take care everyone <laughs>